Amen and amen. Praise God. You're welcome this morning. You're welcome this morning to the gathering of the saints. You're welcome also if you're joining us for the first time on live stream. You're welcome. God is doing a new thing in our hearts and in our lives when the word of God comes there. The new every day. Praise God. The word of God is new every day. Praise the name of Jesus. And as you come and receive the word of God, you will never, never remain the same again. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. We thank God because we have declared an end to COVID-19 and so it has come to an end. Spiritually, we have cut the roots and we declare it's done. In the name of Jesus. And we also want to pray and receive strength for all the medical teams that are working all over the world particularly in our nation our state we pray that God will strengthen you energize you in the name of Jesus and for everyone who have lost a loved one to this disease we come in straight with you and we'll pray the Lord come forth and strengthen you in the mighty name of Jesus glory to God above all we are standing strong in the name of Jesus we're standing strong on the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. This morning I love to share with you, encourage you, remind you on living in the supernatural realities. Living in the supernatural realities. You know, we have many factors. We, we have many voices. We have many, many things around us that are calling our attention you know, to itself. Things that wants to, you know, hinder us uh, from living in supernatural realities because uh, there are distractions all around us. Uh, but we as believers must learn to live in the realities of the kingdom of God, uh, to live in the realities of uh, of, of the purpose and the plan of God. In Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3. The scripture says by faith. We understand that the words were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen. Were not made of the things which are visible. I want you to look at the word things in that place. The scripture says the things that are seen and the things that are not seen, the things that are visible and the things that are not visible. So that means every time there are, there are two realities. There are, there, are, there are realities unseen and there are realities that are seen. Okay? So but the scripture says is by faith that we understand uh, that the universe, the world was framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen, which are visible, which are tangible, they have their roots. Or they are made from the things which are not seen. So we can simply say, the invisible realm give back to the visible realm. Amen. The invisible realm produces the visible realm. The partial translation says, faith empowers us to see that the universe was created and beautifully coordinated by the power of God's word. He spoke and the invisible realm gave birth to all that is seen. I love that. The invisible realm gave birth to all that is seen. That means anything we see, we have its root in the invisible realm. So in other words, if we are going to dominate in what is seen, we have to dominate in what is unseen. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 17. We are going to see another feature of the sin and your sin. Paul said, 
for our light affliction which is but for a moment is working for us a far more and exceeding eternal wave of glory. Verse 18. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So, in this place again, we see the two realities, the things that are seen, the things that are unseen, and one characteristic and one feature that we see here, it says, the things that are seen, they are temporary. They are time-bound. Hallelujah. But the things that are seen, they are eternal in nature. They are not time-bound. Hallelujah. So we, we, always, we are always operating between these, these, these realities. Things seen that are temporary. Things unseen that are eternal in nature. Are you getting it wrong? Things seen, temporary. Things unseen, eternal in nature. Things seen came out of the things that are not seen. Hallelujah. Let's look at the interface of the seen and the unseen. In a great, great story in the scripture about Elijah. The king of Syria and the king and Israel were at war. And every time the, the king of Syria is planning uh, any war, you know, anything to, to operate in war strategies, the king of Israel we always know. The king of Israel we always know. And so the, he, he was bothered. He felt there's a spy in their midst. And then one of the servants told him in verse 12, 2 Kings chapter 6 verse 12 it says and, and one of his servants said none my lord, no spy none my lord O king, but Elisha the prophet who is in Israel tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom wow, that's a prophet indeed seen to the, into the unseen and he gets the word and tells the, the king of Israel. So the king of Israel, we avoid it. So he said, go and see where he is. That I may send and get him. And it was told him, say, surely he's in Dothan. Therefore he sent horses and chariots and a great army there. And they came by night and surrounded the city. This is very interesting. Just to, to arrest one man. They're sending a whole army. Hallelujah. That's the spiritual capacity of Elisha. He was dominating the entire region. And so they sent armies. They sent horses around the city. They surrounded the city. And in verse 15, the Bible says, And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army. I mean, when you see an army, it's not talking of one person, it's not talking of few soldiers, it's talking of battalions. So there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots, and his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? So, he can see the army surround the city. That's the things that are seen. He saw it so clearly all over the place and he was scared. He was afraid. I know today there are many things that are seen that surrounded you. Hallelujah. The pain, the pressure, the COVID-19, the, you know, the economic storm. You know, they're surrounded by the things that are seen. So he was surrounded by the things that are seen and he said there is no way out. We are gone. We are done for. But Elisha, response was different from his response because Elisha was sensitive and conscious of the unseen realities 
I pray that you begin to walk in unseen realities. We will begin to become conscious uh, in unseen realities. Hallelujah. Elisha's response uh, was determined uh, by the unseen realities, by the things uh, that are not seen to his servant, but he can lay hold of them in the spirit and he can see them. And in verse 16, see what Elisha said. So he answered, do not fear. For those who are with us are more than those who are with them. It made no sense. I can imagine his servants going out and counting. Say, well, you know, and they can see hundreds of soldiers. And then they look at them in the house. This is Elisha, number one. This is me, number two. Let's say they have a cook, number three. And they have a gardener, number four. Let's even say they have a gate man, number five. How can five of us face an army? What are you saying, Elisha? And many times we are confused by the things that are seen. Because we are not seeing the invisible. We are so, we, we, we are so drawn out by the things that are seen. Hallelujah. And Elisha did something in verse 17. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. I pray that God will open our eyes. God will open your eyes that you will see. That you will see into what God is doing. Hallelujah. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. So, in this scenario, we can see physical soldiers with horses, many of them a mighty army surrounding the city but in the, in the in the invisible realm that is not visible to the natural eyes there is another massive army hallelujah that is bigger more powerful more numerous than the armies that surround them may I say all around you are angelic army they are angelic host praise God May you begin to see what God has surrounded you with. When the scripture says that he has given his charge concerning us to the angels that will we not hit our, our foot against the stone. Hallelujah. When the, 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 the psalmist to say he, he has been encamped by angels. There are two camps always. Are you listening to me? There are what? Two camps. There is a spiritual camp and there is the physical camp. And the spiritual camp is heavier, mightier, stronger, more powerful than the physical camp. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. So when the young man saw the angels surrounding the entire place, the mighty host of heaven, no more fear. Hallelujah. His own response too changed. He did not respond out of fear now he responds out of confidence and faith because he has seen what he has not seen. Hallelujah. You can look at it. Can you see it? He has seen what he has not seen because he saw it with another different type of eyes. Hallelujah. Of course, you know the outcome of the story. In verse 18, all that Elisha had to do was to pray that the, the army of, of Syria will be smitten by blindness. And that was done. Hallelujah. No trouble. So what am I saying? The, the, the spiritual determines the outcome in the natural. And it still does the same today. The spiritual controls the physical. So when you are in a physical situation, before you start attacking that situation physically, you need to attack it spiritually. You need to go down the root. The root of that situation is a spiritual root. Hallelujah. And the second truth that we need to know, or the third one, is that our God lives and dwells in the realm of unseen and in the realm of the supernatural. Supernatural means, simply means bigger than natural, not natural, supernatural. In 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 17, the Bible says, Now to the king, eternal, immortal, invisible, to God who, who, who alone is wise, be honored, 
and glory forever and ever. He is eternal. He is immortal and is invisible. Hallelujah. Praise God. Colossians chapter 1 verse 15 says, He, talking about Jesus, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. He is invisible. He dwells in the invisible realm. But are, does, when you hear invisible, it doesn't mean non-existent. Are you listening to me? It's just that the, your, your technology, your physical technology, human beings' technology, cannot capture the technology of God. Amen. It cannot capture the spiritual technology. They are known, they are captured, they are discerned by spiritual technology. Praise God. The Bible says in John chapter 4 verse 24, God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship him out in spirit and in truth. So God is a spirit being. His worship must be spiritual. And we must not be so used to the natural that we, we cannot function in the spiritual the word of God is spiritual. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. Hallelujah. His word is cancelled. His purpose is planned. They are all spiritual. They are all in the unseen spiritual realm. That's why Jesus was speaking to them in John chapter 6 verse 63. He said it is the spirit that gives life. The Holy Spirit gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. They have spiritual capacity. They are spirit in, 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 in dimension. They are spirit in nature. But you see, they carry life. Hallelujah. So, we can see that the word of God that is invisible only became visible when he came into the body. Jesus who became flesh. The word is invisible, but powerful, dominant, glorious, able, creative. Hallelujah. That's why we know that the universe was made by that word. In fact, the Bible says that God is upholding all things by the word of his power. So his word is spiritual, but it's the carrier. He's the vehicle of his power. Hallelujah. Praise God. But you see, the truth is that we were made to function in the spiritual and in the natural. Are you listening to me? We, our root is in the spiritual. But from that dimension of the spiritual we can function we can influence we can dominate the things in the natural hallelujah first Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 23 says now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit soul and body be preserved Blameless are the coming of our God. Look at that. Your spirit, soul, and body. Your spirit, soul, and body. So you are a spirit being. Hallelujah. You are what? A spirit being. You have a soul, but you function in the body. Your body is your license to operate on the earth. Let me say it again. Your body is your license to operate on the earth. Spirits cannot directly influence the earth until they get a body to work with. Are you listening to me? Praise God. That's even for Jesus to come and change things and die for us. He has to enter a body. That's why he said, a body you have prepared for me. In the volume of the book. It is written of me to do your will, O oh God. Hallelujah. So once again, you need to know that we are rooted in the spirit. We are spirit men. But we have physical body. 
that give us license to function, to influence the earth. And we have a soul which is in between the two. Are you listening to me? The soul has spiritual dimension and it has physical dimension. Praise God. If the soul is just physical, when Jesus spoke about Lazarus and the rich man, when he spoke about Lazarus and the rich man, it's, the rich man wouldn't be able to remember everything if his brain is just the soul. Because it would have decayed. Hallelujah. Amen. But the soul has a spiritual dimension and it has a physical dimension. The expression of it in the physical is just the brain. But the spiritual dimension came from God. It's, you know, one day the Lord gave me a revelation of it. It is when the body, you know, when, when God made man, he made him from the ground, from the clay, and then he breathed into man the breath of life, which I believe is the spirit of God, the spirit of God from him. That's where we have the spiritual origin. He breathed into man the breath of life, and man became a living soul. At that moment, the spirit made contact with the body. Another faculty was formed. That faculty is the soul. Are you listening to me? It became a living soul. So he has a body. He got a soul. But he is spirit. Amen. Praise the Lord. But you see, the thing that we also need to know is that the devil and his activities are also carried in the realm of the spirit. Because the devil himself is a spirit. God created the angels as spirit. Are you listening to me? The devil used to be a former employee who has been sacked. Are you listening to me? He was sacked with no gratuity. Hallelujah. And he will be jailed at the end of the day. Praise God. Okay, so he's a spirit and demonic beings were also spirits that followed him in rebellion and so there are also negative spiritual activities. Are you listening to me? And they also are looking for a body to possess and to work with. Amen. Praise God. The second thing that you need to know is that the system of the world, the system that the world operates is governed by the prince, the princes of this world. Second Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 3, the Bible says, but even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age, whose mind the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. So the Bible says uh, he is what? The God of this age. Are you listening to me? It, it doesn't mean he's the God of the earth. He did not create the earth. That's why the Bible says the, the gods that did not create the earth, they will perish from under the earth. Amen. He did not create the earth. God created the heavens and the earth. Hallelujah. But you see, the system that still runs on the world, including democracy, as nice as it is, is less than the system of God. Amen. The financial operation of this world has been packaged to only allow a few to be rich. Hallelujah. Praise God. So the system, the God of the system of this world is Satan who blinds the minds of the people from seeing the glorious gospel of Jesus. So, if we are going to dominate in the visible realm, 
we will need to dominate in the spiritual realm. Hallelujah. We will need to displace things in the spiritual realm. Jesus already dealt a massive death blow on their master. Hallelujah. The Bible says through death, Jesus destroyed him that had the power of death. So he has been paralyzed. He has been destroyed. Are you listening to me? That's if you function in what Jesus has already brought. If you don't function in what Jesus has brought, if you don't function in the life of Jesus, it will still be powerful to you. Are you listening to me? So when we say he has been destroyed, he has been disarmed, that's if you function, if you are in the life of God, if you are in the life of Christ, if you are in Christ. Hallelujah. So, but see, because he, he, he operates the system of his word, he operates it. Therefore, he can tamper with the things that are seen. Are you listening to me? He can tamper with the things that are seen. He can get one, you know, terrible man to steal all the money of a country and make the place ungovernable and make the economy to dry up. He can make someone make mistakes because man who is not born again is generally greedy. The nature of the flesh is still there. Have you wondered people that have stolen billions and they are still stealing and you are wondering what else are they going to do with it? And there will be somebody who just need a little beside them but they will still not give it. Hallelujah. That is the kind of the system that operates in the world. Hallelujah. So now, if you dance to the tune of the things that are seen, it will remotely control you. Are you listening to me? If he throws disease into the world, because God is not the one that throws disease, he gives life. Hallelujah. If he kills, and you know what they, they say, they are hearts of God. They are hearts of God, they are hearts of Satan. Praise the name of Jesus. He said, I have come that they might have life and have life more abundantly. So, when he does things on the physical and, and then you are perturbed, he gets you. He gets you. He gets you. When he makes sure the finance that is supposed to be paid you somehow is delayed and it affects your joy, it affects everything around you. He says, I get him. That's it. I'm already controlling him. That's what the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7. We walk by faith and not by sight. Because he governs the sight realm. Let me say it again. He governs the sight realm. So when he makes things tough in the physical, then he wants to control how people respond. That is why we cannot walk by sight. If we live by sight, we will be deceived. And we will be controlled by the God of this age. He will try to limit us and put obstacles to slow us down. So we must choose to live by the supernatural, unseen realities of God and his word. We must respond and be controlled by the supernatural, unseen realities of God, God's thoughts, God's purpose, God's plan, and God's program. Hallelujah. God, who is spirit, his word that is spirit, his purposes, his thoughts, and his desire. So, the only way to change what is sin is to focus on what is not sin. Hallelujah. Let me say it again. The only way to change what is sin is to focus on what is not sin. Is to focus on him who is not sin. Is to focus and allow him that is not sin, his thought that is not sin, to dominate our thoughts. Hallelujah. So therefore, our focus, our thoughts, our desires, our ambitions must be governed by the unseen realities of God, his thought, his purpose, his principles, 
principles and his way of life. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18, where we read the other time, it says, Our life affliction is momentary, but only why we do not look or focus or consider or take it to heart or meditate or think or ruminate on the things which are seen but are the things which are not seen for the things which are seen they are what the temporary but the things which are not seen are eternal i don't know what is seen that you are going through right now that is oppressing you paining you you know that is locking you up i want to tell you they are temporary you can change them you can dominate them by the things that are unseen it doesn't matter how powerful they look it doesn't matter how intimidating like goliath or like the red sea that they look like hallelujah the red sea was intimidating the hermits of egypt were intimidating but as far as the spiritual invisible realm of god is concerned they were nothing hallelujah and that's why he told Moses, why are you crying to me? Tell my people to go forward because before God, there is no hindrance. Before God, the rest is already handled. Before God, they are inconsequential to what God has already perfected. Hallelujah. Praise God. So our mind must be focused on the things that are not seen in Christ. His peace, his righteousness, his joy, his blessing, his earth, his life, his grace, and all that he has. Hallelujah. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 1 says, If then you are raised with Christ. If you are in Christ Jesus, you are raised with Christ. If then you are raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Look at this. If you have been raised with Christ, and if you are in Christ, you are raised with Christ. Hallelujah. You were buried with him, and you are raised with him. So, if you are raised with Christ, the scripture is saying, uh, keep your focus, keep your mind, keep your attention on the things which are where above. Hallelujah. Things which are above, things that are in Christ. Who is at the right hand of God? Tell me sickness is not in Christ. Lack is not in Christ. Sin is not in Christ. Bondages is not in Christ. Demonic oppression is not in Christ. COVID-19 is not in Christ. Economic crisis is not in Christ. Jealousy is not in Christ. Hallelujah. They are not in Christ. The things, oh, I need to pay my house rent. Yes, it's there, but it's not in Christ. You know what is in Christ? Abundance. You know what is in Christ? Righteousness. You know what is in Christ? Love. When you are surrounded with hatred, love is in Christ. Hallelujah. Instead of focusing on what they have done against you, you are focusing on the love of God. When you are perturbed by the things of the earth, instead of focusing on them, you focus on the peace of Christ. Hallelujah. You focus on the joy. You focus on his blessing. You focus on his word. Things that are in Christ. You focus on who you are in Christ because you are also in Christ. Are you listening to me? But it's not the jealous one that is there. Uh-uh. It's not the sad one. It's not the oppressed one. The you that is in Christ is the one that is joyful. The one that is victorious. The one that is loving. The one that is gracious. Glory to God. So, well, oh, Sometimes people say, poor me. Hey, 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 yeah, he's not poor you. Poor you is not in Christ. Rich you is in Christ. Victorious you is in Christ. Anointed you is in Christ. 
Hallelujah. So when I look at myself, when I focus on it, I focus on the one in Christ, not the one that is full of mistakes here on the earth, but the one in Christ. Glory to God. Because it says uh, we are to seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. I am redeemed in Christ. So I look at myself as redeemed. I focus at myself as redeemed. And that little thing that seems to be dragging me will be cut off. Instead of looking at the anger that the enemy is attacking me with, I reject it. I renounce it. Because the me that is in Christ above is not the one that is that has anger. Is the one that is gentle. Is the one that is full of the fruit of the spirit. That is full of the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. So stop saying that is me. Oh. That is me. Me, I'm naturally angry. Hey, hey, stop living the natural. Begin to live in the supernatural. Begin to focus on the att your attention on you that is in Christ. You that is in Christ is loving. Amen. <laughs> because when he created everything, he says they were good. They were beautiful. Hallelujah. And so you are fearfully and wonderfully made. So you are beautiful. You are a new creation that is in Christ Jesus. Full of divine potency and power. Hallelujah. That's how you will destroy any habit that is holding you down. By looking at you in Christ. Not you that is functioning here. By looking at who you are in Christ. Who is seated above. You are going to disconnect. From you in the flesh. Are you listening to me? That's what it means to walk in the spirit. If we walk in the spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. To do it, you need to set your mind as you set a clock. You need to set your mind on the things in Christ. That's what the, what the scripture means in Isaiah 26 verse 3. It says he will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is what? Set, stayed, residence on him because he trusts in him. And when that scripture will be brought into the New Testament in Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 it says, be anxious for nothing. Don't let the God of this age control you. Hallelujah. By the physical realities. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer, spiritual force, supplication, with thanksgiving, these are spiritual weapons the enemy can't do anything about. Hallelujah. He can't handle the force of Holy Ghost dynamic word-based prayer. He can't handle joy that is a product of thanksgiving. Hallelujah. It says, let your request be made known to God. And see the result. The same result you get from Isaiah 26 verse 3. Because your mind is stayed on him. Same result. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding. We guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. So this must be our spiritual positioning. Instead of being misdirected by the things that are seen, we focus on the things that are not seen. We can't live and talk like mere man. We must begin to talk and live like spiritual man. Mere men are so confused. What is going to happen? after COVID-19 and economically it will happen but ladies and gentlemen you and I must adopt another spiritual positioning in Christ we must begin to speak we must begin to act we must begin to live from the spiritual realities of what is in Christ hallelujah in Christ he says that famine and destruction you will laugh hallelujah he has put his blessings upon the righteous even in the midst of famine, his blessing is going to make us to be prosperous. His wisdom is going to work for us. So we are focusing on the unseen realities. Hallelujah. When God spoke to Abraham that this one shall not be your seed, God has to change what he looked at. And that's why God brought him out and he showed him the stars in Genesis chapter 17. And he said, count them, if you can number them, so shall your seed be. God was saying, change what you look at, Abraham change your focus. Hallelujah. And in Romans chapter 4 verse 16, it says, therefore it is of faith 
that it might be according to grace so that the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you. What has God made you? Find out what God has made you and live in the reality of it. Amen. I have made you a father of many nations. In the presence of him who may believe, God who gives life to the dead. And call, look at it, and call those things we do not exist as though they did. They did not exist in the physical. But in the spiritual, in God, they existed. Hallelujah. Praise God. So he called them as though they exist. For Abraham, what existed in the physical was that he was buried. In God, what existed is that he is the father of many nations. Hallelujah. And so he changed his name so that, you know what God did? He changed what he focused on and he changed what he says. Look at the stars. Change your focus. You are not just a high prince. You are now father of nations. Change what you say. Hallelujah. And so, I can imagine the two of them calling each other every day. Father Abraham. Hallelujah. Father of many nations. And some of the servants who don't believe will say, what's wrong with this couple? They are, even, they are not even a father of anything. But God said, a father of many nations have I made you. Find out what God has made you. Live in the reality of it even though it has not been seen. Say it. Call it. Hallelujah. And the Bible says in verse 19, and, and not being weak in faith. Faith is what, what connects the two realms together. The unseen realm and the seen realm. It's faith, the trust in God that brings what is unseen into the sin. So he was not weak in faith. He grew into it. It wasn't like that from the, from the starter. He did not consider his own body. See, I'm talking about consideration now. Don't consider the things that are sin. You are not lying. When you are physically sick and you are confessing that you are healed, you are not lying. You are not denying that you are, you are not denying the sickness, but you are calling forth a, a bigger reality that is bigger than the physical thing. Glory to God. That's what you are calling to be. Praise God. He did, he did not consider his own body already dead. So the body is already dead. So therefore, he did not consider it. He did not meditate on it. He didn't wake up in the morning after God has changed him and said, oh poor me. I'm so dead and useless now. I can't even do anything. Oh God, I can't even father a child. I'm just useless. No. He didn't consider his body that was dead. Neither the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened. I say you will be strengthened. How do you become strengthened? By considering the unseen realities. By considering the word of God. By considering the things that God has spoken. He, he was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. And being fully convinced. That's where we all need to get to. And being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. Being fully, you don't get fully convinced by just eating pies and, and just singing worldly songs and focusing on those things and using all your time to meditate and, on what is uh, on WhatsApp, both true and untrue news. You don't become strong like that. You don't become fully persuaded. Like, so you must be reading news from another perspective. Hallelujah. When you read the news, uh, you are reading it from a spiritual perspective. You are reading it from the things that are not seen. You are reading it from the unseen realities in God. He says he's the governor over all nations. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, he was strengthened, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that what he had promised was also able to perform. And therefore, 
it was accounted to him for righteousness. And at the end of the day, the boy came. Amen. And today, he became father of many nations, including you. There is no nation where Abraham does not have a child. Because all that are of faith, they belong to our father, Abraham. So disconnect from Adam. Praise the name of Jesus. Let's begin to live like Jesus. In Mark 11 verse 12 to 4, 14, the scripture says he was hungry and he saw a fig tree afar off who has leaves and he looked for if he would find fruit and he didn't find fruit in it. And Jesus spoke a word and said, let no one eat fruit from you ever again. It made no sense. In fact, KJV says, and he answered him. You need to answer dryness. You need to answer barrenness. You need to answer sin. You need to answer ungodliness back. You need to answer the things that are talking to your face and telling you, how are you going to do it? How are you going to be fulfill what God has spoken to you? You need to answer back. So he answered back and said, no one will eat fruit from you evermore. And the Bible says his disciples had him. That means he didn't wish by it. So that no one will hear. They had him. So they need to hear you. Hallelujah. And they didn't say anything. I'm sure they say, we know you have spoken to the dead and they have come back to life. We know you have uh, spoken to the blind. But this one that you are talking to trees. Uh, it's a different thing. Of, uh, well, let's be observing what is happening to Oga. Hallelujah. So they didn't say anything. Even Peter that could have said, Hey, Oga, we are talking to. Say, let's look and see what will happen. Hallelujah. So they went out of that city that day. And in the morning, verse 20, as they passed by, they were going by the same route. They saw, oh, people will see. What you have already seen spiritually. They saw the fig tree dried up from where? From the roots. When you start speaking to that situation, it's drying up from the roots. You may not see what is already taking place. But the devil is telling you nothing is happening. Nothing is happening. But it's already drying up from the roots. Hallelujah. And Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look. The fig tree which you caused has withered away. Hallelujah. Ah, that crisis will wither away. That sickness will wither away. The pain, that oppression, that sin will wither away. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That you have caused us withered away. So Jesus said to them, you know, he could have said, well, that's why I'm the son of God. You need to respect me. That's what I'm telling you all these days. No. What did Jesus say? So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. Have the faith of God. Have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, Whosoever, whether Jew, Gentile, whether brown, white, black, whatever, whosoever, whosoever says, so this mountain be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt where in his heart. He's not saying his head. He does not doubt in his heart. You need to separate doubt from your heart and doubt from your head. Are you listening to me? Because it takes training. You need to train your body to not doubt the word of God. And it takes a time. Just like you train your body to do some things that become habit and you don't even think before you do it again. True of us? Hallelujah. You can train your body as you keep staying on the word of God. Hallelujah. And does not doubt in his heart what you have already not given expression to with your voice. is not actualizing your heart. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Amen. Even if somebody tells you you are pretending, keep speaking it. Are you hearing me? Hey, you, you are pretending, keep speaking it. Keep doing what? Keep speaking it. Hallelujah. 
Whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, mm. but believes. Where does the believing take place? Your heart. But believe that those things he says, not just what he thinks, not just what he wishes, what he says. So what you think must be put into what you say. Are you listening to me? Oh, the world is going bonker after COVID-19. Oh, everybody will lose job minus me. Hallelujah. Praise God. I will flourish gloriously. Because he says in farming, I will flourish. Hallelujah. Praise God. Don't say confederacy to them with them that say confederacy. Change what you say. Because that is, even if economic crisis won't come, the devil has caused people to be saying it. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. I know they have statistics. They have indices. But there are greater statistics in the realm of the spirit. Glory to God. But believe that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. You can hear what they say. But don't live by it. Don't let that control your own thoughts. Your own thinking. Let the word of God control your thinking. And what you say. Therefore I say to you. Whatever things you ask when you pray. Believe you receive them. And you shall have them. So we started by saying visible and invisible. In the visible realm of God. There are spiritual realities of what God has done. Yes, there are things that are realities in the world. The statistics will pick it. Their measurement or whatever will pick it. But they can't pick spiritual realities. The spiritual realities is different. Hallelujah. The spiritual reality is the glory of God. Is the power of God. Is the word of life. Hallelujah. Praise God. The Bible says he crowns the year with his fatness. That's a spiritual reality. So 2020 may look funny to many people, but he still crowns the year with his fatness. So someone can call that fatness into existence and say my year is crowned with fatness. My business is crowned with fatness. And as you do this, the spiritual realities will begin to come into place because God will begin to give you wisdom to begin to operate. There's a supernatural wisdom that's greater than the natural wisdom. Hallelujah. You begin to operate in that. Praise God. Because God governs the realm of the spirit. Hallelujah. And like I said, on, on, on Wednesday, he finished things and then he starts it. So he has finished things for you. The works have been finished. Before the foundation of the world. And all we need to do is to call it into being. Is meditate on it. Think about it. Uh, what is good. What is lovely. There are the things in God. That are lovely. That are good. And as I meditate on it. I begin to speak it. I begin to call it into being. I'm living in spiritual realities. And the things uh, that are seen will be controlled and be taken over by the spiritual realities that are unseen in the name of Jesus. Don't live your life in the sin. They tell you, well, uh, you didn't perform well and so we are going to rate you low. You go into your closet and get the word of God and speak spiritual realities above the natural realities and it will take time it doesn't matter how long it takes but I tell you it will take over it will take charge in the name of Jesus men can always change what they write they can always change what they say when 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 Paul came out of out of the shipwreck and the serpent got to his hand they were waiting for him to fall down but they wait and wait the world is waiting for you to fall down. But you are not going to fall down. You are going to be standing. You are going to be standing strong, powerful, victorious. They are waiting for you to lose job. They are waiting for you to beg. But the Bible says, 
I have been young, now I'm old. I've not seen the righteous forsaken, nor is she begging bread. They will wait, tire. They will wait and wait. But after they have waited and they have seen that you will not fall, you will not sweat, you will not pander to their opinion, they will change their opinion. And they said, He's a God. Hallelujah. But actually, He has said it. He said, You are God, sir. All of you who are the children of the Most High God, dogs will give back to dogs, donkeys will give back to donkeys. God will give back to God, sir. In the name of Jesus, because the Spirit of God is living in you. Glory to God. Living in spiritual realities, in supernatural realities of who God says you are and what the Word of God says concerning you. Things will change. Your business will not wither. Your life will not wither. Your destiny will not wither in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Lift up your hands and just bless His name. Glory to God. We bless you, Jesus. Eye kalaba shata. Eli kaluba kasololololoba shata. Oh, release some spiritual languages right now. Speak in the Holy Spirit. Kelima tadoko tofregedosh. Edino mataya. Damiski brogotushte. Ayaprombe kalute. Zekeliba shataya. Agalo sataya kalo sata. Ye kalaba sokoto bragados. Agalaba sataya la gradisto brogodoske. Aya brogados seteya la gradisto bragadabashata. Oribagadabashata. We are not of them that draw back to perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. We don't draw to perdition. We believe. We believe. We believe to the saving of the soul. Ye kaliba sotoya. Adikolosh, edimataya, kanim brogodushte, edikoloboshetea. Call for the things that be not. Declare that you are not going to wither. The economic crisis will not dismantle you, will not touch you, will not destroy your business. In the name of Jesus, because God is working on your behalf. God is doing a new thing in your life. His word is alive. His word is alive for you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you, Father. We bless you, Father. Oh, we call forth increase. We call forth abundance. In the name of Jesus, we call forth increase. We call forth abundance. In the name of Jesus, lekete brogodobo satire. Yelika satire la gradishto brogodoske. Speak to your business. Speak to your life. Post COVID 19, you are not going to be brought low. Post COVID 19, your life will not wither. The Bible says, Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of your godly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the Lord, and his Lord does he meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water, whose leaves shall not wither. Your leaf will not wither. Your leaf will not wither as you meditate on the word of the Lord. His leaf shall not wither. The Bible says, Whatsoever he does shall prosper, whether in famine, whether in post COVID 19, or, or before COVID 19. Whatever he does shall prosper. Your business will prosper. Your job will prosper. Your life will prosper. Your health will prosper. Everything will prosper. Glory to God. Oh, Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory. I'm the blessed of the Lord. I'm the victorious of the Lord. Glory to God. I call the things that be not as though they are. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you for your word. Your word is life. It's medicine to our bones. <laughs> Your word is life to us. And we live by your word. Not by the physical realities. We judge every physical reality that is not in line with the spiritual realities of God and his word and his purpose. We judge them in the name of Jesus. And we declare the things of God are not seen. We declare them into reality. 
in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus, Jesus, awesome name, we pray. Amen.